You're listening to the Water Into Wine podcast, hosted by Grace Valentine and Ketley Valcourt. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Water Into Wine podcast. This is your co-host, Ketley, and... This is your other co-host, Grace Valentine. We are so excited y'all are listening wherever you are. If you're driving back from university, if you're driving to a summer job, whatever you're doing, thanks for tuning in. We I love, love how you said that, university. Like, Univer- like, I guess that sounds like so British. I, I feel like that's that, the thing. University. University. Like if you go to the university. Or not like college. Like that's probably more like ah, I'm at college. I'm at college. <laughs> right. Like college. University. Yeah. But yes, we're back. And guys, we're like excited for this one. I know. I feel like we have so much to catch up on. Because me and Ketley, we the best part about Ketley, she lives in Orlando, but also like 30 minutes away from me in Orlando. So she's like a friend that feels like a, I see her once every two weeks and we FaceTime throughout the week in order. It'll be like, oh my we, gosh, guess what happened? We're saying, I okay, know. stopping everything. Sometimes I wait to have these moments for the podcast so we can catch up, which there's some stuff I had to tell her off the record. Oh it's no. Been, yes, this it's time been a we, juicy, we had to like, talk off the record. I know. There's been some things, but. Anyways, so speaking of that, we've learned some lessons recently. Oh, yes. Some the hard way, some the easy way, some the crying tears way, but we've learned them, right? We have learned them, and it always comes with a little bit of, you know, the butterflies and having to grow thick skin and all that good stuff. But, you know, some someone reminded me that I have not talked about French pilot in a minute. Oh, and we need to do life updates. So we do listen, life updates. We're gonna be talking about lessons in the hard way, but we're gonna obviously first do some life updates, answer some advice that people have DM'd me about. And other than that, and then we'll go into the life lessons. So yes, Kelly, update on French pilot. Okay, it is such a sad, sad, sad ending because quite oh, literally no, classic. both the guys we are Dr. Eyelashes and French Pilot. I know. It's just we have to retire French pilot. Yeah, and I always say retire. like Yeah. I always say You know, to be bold, you have to have, like, thick skin and all of that stuff. So I remember, like, sending him – I'm trying to think of where I even left off with it. But basically, he was coming back, and it was, like, super exciting. All this stuff was happening. And then – wait, so, Ketley, how did you meet French Pilot? Air Pilot? What do we call it? French Pilot? French Pilot, yeah. How did you meet him again? So it was basically through this friend. Oh, yeah, I was there. Yeah, you were there. And you got the, never mind, they were both cute, but you got like the, she's like, this guy's a really great guy, Grace. Here's this guy I think you'd be great with. He actually kind of like is a douchebag, but like, <laughs> <laughs> he actually sucks, but. I'm like, shoot, my type. <laughs> my type, Okay, keep going. So mine went nowhere. Ketley's but went everywhere. But that's the thing. Like, it was on, then like off for like a super long time, and then picked, back, picked things back up. And the DMs, right? Through the DMs, and he was super nice, and he was like over in And he like France sent you French words, right? Yeah, like, okay. he literally would teach me French, and it was like such a cute little thing, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, wait, this has to go somewhere. This has when to go somewhere. When he proposes to me, he's gonna <laughs> say <laughs> my petite croissant. Something me like that. In Paris, Ketley in Paris. <laughs> but is Paris, France. Yes. Okay, I was making sure. Sorry. Paris, France. Paris, okay, France. Keep going, keep going. So basically, it was like super sad because he was like traveling back and then I didn't hear from him. So I'm like, oh my gosh, it's fine. He's traveling, he's busy, blah, blah, and blah. He's back in America. He was back, yeah, he's coming back. And it was just taking a long time for him to reply. So I was like, try not to think too much into it. He finally does, and he's like, oh my gosh, I lost my phone, my laptop, all this stuff. So I'm like, okay, perfect setup. I'm going to say it. So I just, like, reply back, and I'm like, well, since you have your phone back, here's my phone number. And then, like, sends him my phone number, and he was like, great, blah, blah, blah. And then, quite literally, nothing. And it was like, okay, back to square one. 
And then, you know, try again a couple weeks later, and I'm, like, super upfront. I'm kind of like, okay, I'm just tired of beating around the bush. Like, I want to really know what's, what's happening. Because he's still DMing you at this point. Well, it was, like, it kind of stopped, because I think at that point he realized, like, I'm done talking over Instagram. But he would still, like, slide up, slide up on stories and, like, yeah. react to stuff. And I'm Which like, that's, okay. like, annoying at that point. You, like, give him your number. You're like, if you're trying to flirt with me, then, like, right. text me like a big boy. <laughs> text me like a big boy. So I was just straight up, and I DM'd him, and I was like, hey, so, like, would you be interested to talk outside of Instagram? And then he was like, actually and i'm like got it so oh i'm sorry Kelly. that's like so disappointing when like you've well, been also he's it's like weird i'm like so he's okay with talking through instagram for months and then the minute you're like okay like time to actually talk he well was, my point is like oh, okay, here could he obviously was that. interested you know I, I would assume so right but my thing is like i i would i would hope that you've said that like when i gave you my number so it is what it is. I didn't really catch feelings, so kind of just like caught that early. Yeah, but there's such a difference, and like I want to talk about this maybe in another podcast, but like between having a crush and liking someone. So yeah. it's like if I have a crush on someone, that's really not that big of a deal. I have a crush on a lot of people. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a schoolgirl crush. It's like yeah, oh my like, gosh, you oh, put I'm their interested. last name and in I front might, of yours. I might try to talk to you, but then I don't like you. But when I like someone, that's totally different ball game. So especially when you're 25, I feel like. Way different. So, like, 26, 25. That was my French air pilot. I'm sorry, he's retired. It's okay. He's retired. Okay, but I have a funny update about Dr. Eyelashes. I was going to ask. You, yeah. you also already know. Kelly has seen the screenshots. So. And they're, they're like, sad. So, remember that guy who was like really great, was really fun? It was like he was definitely immature. And he kept saying, like, if anything, he'd be like, I love you. I'm like, please stop saying that. I know you're like saying in a joke. That is way. a lot. I was like, he's like, I just, you're the type of girl I've been praying for. And I'm like, okay, this is overwhelming me. Um, but it was like always sweet and he definitely really liked me and I'm not trying to say, I think I got to this point too. I was like, I just want someone funny and he was cute, but he wasn't like hot. And I was like, it was like the good in between. Like I was like, Oh, he believes in Jesus. This is great. He has a testimony, which the way he ended it did not seem like he believes in Jesus, Jesus at all. But he remember he like blocked me after like oh, a horrible yes, weekend, yes, yes. blocked me through text, blocked me through Instagram. It was almost like comical. It was like after I was going to end it cause I saw him drink too much basically. And I thought it was, like, a one-time thing, but then it was, like, multiple times he drank too much. So I was just, like, this is too immature. He knew it. Before I could end it, he literally blocked me, and that annoyed me more because I would have ended as friends. I would have loved like, to be You're like, I want to have friend. a say, have yeah, a last it was say just like, all of that. Well, and it was just, like, he was trying to have the last say. I was trying to have that last say. And it was almost just, like, the rudeness of, like, we're 25, and you're going to block me? Like, like for not because I, like, cheat on you, not because I kiss another guy, because, like, you know I'm mad. Like, and I just wanted to be like, oh, my God, I guess it wasn't going to meant to be. Let's be friends. Anyway, right. so then blocks me. All of a sudden, his, like, go-to friends are, like, hitting me up. Like, Grace, I miss you. Hope you're doing well. And it's, like, sweet. But, like, you know, it's, like, they're talking. They're definitely talking. They're He's scheming. Okay? So, finally, he was back in town in Florida. He texts me out the blue. And I'm not going to read the text exactly word for word. But, basically, he was, like... Hey, Grace, it's been a while. Like, I'm sorry again for, like, blocking you. That wasn't <laughs> nice or the right thing to do. Um, but, like, I hope you, I've been thinking about you a lot. I'm like, please don't. Please just stop thinking like, about can, me. That's okay. Um, and it's funny because I wanted this closure. Like, I think we always want clarity and closure. So I remember when he blocked me, I was just so mad because there were so many words left unspoken. Right. But then when he's like, would you want to hang out? I knew. I'm like, F no. Like, no, I, I do done. not want to hang out. I'm over it. No, I do not want to hang out. And so literally I texted. I was like, ha ha. No, at first, okay. Yeah, I definitely did start with the ha ha. It was a, it was like a kind of long ha ha. You saw it. Oh, no, no. It was ha 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 ha
And then there's a period. It's laughing. It is a straight face. Well, because huh. at, at one point he had told me when we were talking, he was, I just feel like I could ruin it and I'm going to regret that like for the rest of my life. And I remember being like, love to see it. I know. I was like, I never be like, yeah, you will. Like, cause also men just always mess up a good thing when they're too immature. Anyways, I'm not saying it's like, oh my God, it's cause me, I'm such a baddie. Like he's going to regret this. I think a lot of great girls have guys who self-sabotage early on. Right. And I'm not going to ever go back. Anyway, so after the ha 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 ha, I said, I'm doing great. Like, I wanted to be like, don't think about me. That's literally what I was going to say, but I exited that out. I was okay, like, and then I said, hope you're doing well. I do not want to hang out. Wish you the best. And then he says, okay, sounds good. That was, Which that was his way of being oh. like, screw you. T-. Like, he was. He no, was, basically. It was his, I, I feel like I know him well enough to know that was him being like, Okay, yeah, I don't want to hang out either. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, you did. So whatever. That was a lesson learned that men always come back. They you know? always come back. They I have, do. I actually don't think I've ever had a guy. I've had plenty of guys who have ended it, hurt my, hurt my feelings, but they've always come back. Like, you know, they've always at least once because here's the deal. Like, a lot of girls ask for advice and will read some of those questions, and a lot of it's how to get over a guy. And I think people will create these, like, five how-tos, like, Yes, read your Bible. Yes, go to church, find community, but also just stop thinking about them. When you think about them, be like, oh, that was not worth the five minutes I just thought about and think about something else. And I know that sounds like easier said than done when you're going through heartbreak, but the minute you stop thinking about them, I don't know what program guys have, <laughs> but they start thinking about you. They know you don't it's care. It's like a little, like, the signal goes off. It's like, oh, my gosh, they're not worried about me and, like, where I'm going and what I'm doing with my life. Like, Or they I have need... bigger and better things. Like, oh, yes. I'm oh like, I'm gosh. not seeking clarity with that guy anymore because he's not worth clarity. Like, I think that's also easy. Part of me, I had one friend who was like, if I were you, I'd have been like, well, why did you block me? That's so dumb. And I'm like, I, you can't understand crazy. Like, you <laughs> like, I can ask him to explain it, but I'm not going to get the truth. Like, there's no truth and crazy it's just crazy you know right so don't look for clarity from him look for like what's going on in your heart like be confident in who you are kind of have this like wave and smile like okay bye wave <laughs> smile and, and wave, move girls. forward and so and I think it's just like point. so frustrating too because like you get into this headspace of like every single day okay I'm not gonna think about it, I'm not gonna think about him and like even you know from the spiritual aspect like you it's probably like what two days after a heartbreak or whatever and you're like well I just want to like pray for him and I remember I had this one friend's like okay you don't have to pray for him because that mm. is also a form of thinking about it. it's also like you have to believe that like let, let go and let God like and we've been there heard that all that yeah. stuff but like it is okay to let go of them even in your prayers and I'm like oh my gosh it's so true and I think you can pray for them once and then have the right. boundary with yourself and your relationship with Christ to know like I'm cheering for him like I and I'm a firm believer like Dr. Eyelashes will figure it out for someone else like right. he's probably gonna make a great husband just not my husband like you know <laughs> and mine. so Bye. I if he's listening which he's one of those guys I'm still blocked the best part is when he texts me he unblocked me through text but not on Instagram which I just thought was funny I'm like Okay, so like, one step at a time. <laughs> yeah, like so you're over this, but not full. Like not I think he was, fully. he was like, just no. in case she says no. Anyways, but I'm a firm believer. Like your toxic ex may figure it out for someone else, and you have to also not look at it and be like, oh, why wasn't he like that with me? Or I know he's still psychotic. Like you know, you just have to let it go mm -hmm. and 
hope he does best, but then focus on yours. Like there's the verse Isaiah 43, 19. It says, stop looking back on former things. Like, don't you see I'm doing something new? Like I'm making a way in the wilderness. And I think that's so beautiful. Like, don't you see I'm doing something new? So if you're going through heartbreak, if you're going through a failed talking stage, if you're crying over French pilots or doctor eyelashes, <laughs> you just have to look forward. And honestly, I've been on a couple more dates with just people in general since then. And I'm not saying you need to make yourself busy and look for someone like, there's been some great guys that I've met since Dr. Eyelashes, but I think it just reminds me that there's too many fish in the sea to get caught up on a guy who's going to block me on right. a random Sunday evening because I hurt his feelings because I was upset. You know, and like, honestly, like, not like, going it. out on dates is such a good way to like really just remind yourself like, wait, I am pretty, I'm hot, I'm attractive, I'm yeah. a catch, like, yes, like give me attention, like all that stuff. Like, I don't think that's like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like, you as can long as you're out. doing it, like also because you're like, you know what? I know I'm a catch and there's good guys out there. I want to meet them. Don't do it out of loneliness. Don't right. do it out of trying to cure like how crappy you feel, but do it because you do want a relationship. And like, there's so many other fish and you're trying to get to know yourself, your type and everything. Oh yeah. So, and I think it's so funny too, because like we all have that one guy, we all have that one person that like things is just like started with. And like, you always see just these little reminders about them. I always, I like to call them your patient zero. Cause like think about COVID that one person that kind of started like the whole like pandemic that what he was called like patient zero. We all have that one person where, like, oh, our traumas are rooted in him. And, like, we still have, like, you know, that maybe one item from him that, like, we kept on. And, like, it's funny because my patient zero came back. And I think, oh, like. Oh, I meant. Wait, you kind of hinted at this me. Your patient yeah, zero. Yeah, my patient zero. That was your COVID came, boy. It was my Ketley COVID had this COVID boy. boy. And I remember her telling me, I'm like, okay, this sounds like a fun fling. You do you. But, like, ee, you know, when you're was, one of your best friends tells you about a guy, you're like. Okay, I'm happy for you, but, like, a little worried. And like, I think, like, it was so hard, too, because it all happened, and I was just like, wait, this isn't, you know, not really what I planned, but I'm like, you know what? Big brown eyes, blonde hair. I'm like, Ketley's type. Kitty boy. Some like mediocre that. white boy for Ketley. He likes finance. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's so funny, too, because it just, like, happened. He came back, and I'm kind of like, I don't want to be excited and I don't want to Were look Were you kind of excited? It. I was very excited. See, I guess me in that moment when boys come back, I'm like, haha, you're pathetic. <laughs> I need to not think that way though. It's not nice, but I'm like, I knew you'd come crawling back. I'm crawling back. And then I'm like, I, you lost a good chance. Like that's kind of, but yours was different because he didn't block you. He didn't like screw you over. And that it was wasn't, it's like we, you ended civil. Very civil. And like we like hung out as friends and everything. And it was like a while ago. So it was just like really nice to be like, okay, like if I see something funny that we used to laugh about, I don't feel weird about like sending it to him or like whatever. We're friends again. Yeah. We're friends again. And like, and of course, back in my mind, I'm like, mm, here we go. I know. Friends you're like, can lead to something nice. I know. And like, you can't help but think that. And you're not crazy for thinking that. I think that's what a lot of girls need to hear. Like, you're not crazy for thinking that. I, there was a girl and there was one advice and she was like, I have a crush on a guy I've never met. And I guess that's like kind of where I'm at right now. Did they explain that a little more? <laughs> Um, let me go back to it. Wait, I think she asked him to the crush section. Let's see. Well, I had asked on my story just since I'm in a crush phase right now. Oh my gosh, crush in 20s. So I asked everyone, what's the difference between a crush like in your 20s or like in college versus a crush in your teenage years? Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, and then some girl says, crushing your 20s equals immediately imagining marriage and babies. That is something that maybe it's my ovaries. Like, I just am like, 
Especially, honestly, if they're like, if they were like a blonde baby, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna have blonde babies. Like, yes, <laughs> and I'm like, wait, I don't know if I like the personality. Like, though, I did not need to be thinking that. Um, so that makes me feel a little crazy that she said that. Maybe it's just because <laughs> I really want kids. Um, in your 20s, so much is at stake, dude. Like, the convos is like date to marry so much more for real. That's so true. But there was a girl who said something about how she had, I like, I have a crush on a guy I've never met. Like, it's all I think about. Like. And I Did feel they meet so through dumb. Instagram or was it like, I mean, obviously that probably might have been it, social media. I mean, it's like I wonder because there's also the crushes where like, yeah, I have a crush on Zac Efron. Zac Efron, if you're listening, like come if, to me, baby. Can you imagine you Zac know? Efron listening to a podcast? <laughs> like, I, mean, I, I totally can. <laughs> I don't know why you can't. Okay. I love it. I see it. Dream big. <laughs> I know. Okay. Anyways, but I think it's probably like a mixture. Like I remember there would be people that I knew of in Orlando. I'm like, honestly, that guy's so my type. Why have we not been in the same room? Like if we've been in the same room, I'm sure we'd vibe right. and we haven't been in the same room. And so you have to like let go. I think it's so important when you have a crush, whether you know them or not, just not to have expectations for like the next like months or what's going to happen. Don't be like, okay, I'm going to go to this church and I'm going to bump into him here after he's done with the worship set. And he's going to look at me and I'm going to talk about this. Like when you start writing the story, you're neglecting the fact that God is good at being God. And so that's what I would say. What would you give her advice on that? I think it's hard too because we get so much in our head that we're like you said, like we're not letting God be God. But also it's like we want to control every single aspect but I think at the same time, we have to believe, like, if this is my husband, it'll happen whether, like, I plan everything to a T or if I just don't think about it at all. Like, it is going to happen. Like, God's not going to be like, oh, man, she did not wear that dress today. Whoops, yeah, we'll uh, try again. She should have. She should have talked no about. Shoes, I told her. She didn't <laughs> listen to me. If only she would have talked about Disney World. Then, like, <laughs> or she she didn't say she was a Disney adult. Then maybe it would have been. It would have been a thing. Yeah. And I, it's just so hard, too, because, one, like, we do get so in our heads about it and we want to control every aspect but that just puts on this unnecessary pressure of it all and also just makes it not fun anymore and I think like that's the thing with crushing in our teens is that I feel it's way more fun it's way yeah. more lighthearted. Well, also hard, because you're not thinking of marriage. You're it's not. not. It's not as much of an interview it's like, like well, the point? I want my first kiss <laughs> like, you know and I think, like, with that, we don't want to think about marriage. We don't want to think about, like, in our Wait. 20s, it gets so much if it's, like, okay. Did I tell you that married. recently my first kiss, like, DM'd me? How uh, recent is recent? So when I spoke at LSU, so I always do this thing when I speak. If you heard me speak, I do this thing when I put a picture of my first kiss. I put a big emoji on his face. And then I say, okay, this was my first kiss. Ha, ha, ha. Like, and then I say, I did what every girl did before their first kiss. I Googled how to kiss a boy. And then I make a metaphor for that on, like, how you can't Google wisdom. Like, we we think wisdom doesn't come from experience like I thought like I thought I had to have my first kiss you know so if any girl hasn't dated anyone before wisdom doesn't come from experience you're not going to be a better dater or better for your husband because you've dated guys in the past you know right. wisdom comes from the holy spirit and discernment anyways that's my whole metaphor when I spoke at LSU I told my friends Maya and Isla and I was like I'm so nervous because like yeah he's graduated from LSU a long time ago oh that was bound to happen like it, like I was got like back to him well this is the funny thing is I was like oh he's totally gonna know that I'm doing this I even wonder if he's listening to this now um and he's like kind of like flirt with me since then like the casual like hometown like guy right. who I'd never seen since the day I graduated um and so then I cropped the picture more I made the emoji bigger when I spoke at LSU and I made a joke like anyone go to Fountain Blue High like aha he was at, he went to LSU but like I doubt anyone here knows him because I'm like the chance of whatever right after I finished speaking I get a DM Grace Valentine and I was like oh my gosh Maya and Isla he DM me and they're like he has to have known he has to okay and I was like yes question mark he goes I just want to see how you're doing like 
how are you doing that you're like a rock star and famous and I was like okay one <laughs> not a rock star two um like Dr. Eilis is just broke my heart like you know like <laughs> I'm like this is so cute that my first kiss thinks I'm doing so well um and then I was like oh is that why you dm'd me like i'm like okay just admit i was like maybe he's yeah, just that's not like, that lined up way too perfectly. he's literally right after i finished speaking let me let me go read these they're so funny i hope he sees this um so he didn't mention like no and i even said something at the lines of like okay did someone expose me and he was like expose you no i just wanted to start snapchatting a famous person again i'm like snapchatting with are we back in 10th grade i was like you're an adult if he's listening to this for his own sake i hope he realizes baby boy deleted that was it um anyways but i was like what are the odds anyways i say that to say that at one point i remember and yeah it's high school like crying over this first kiss like not wanting to like continue to i guess kiss and like date me whatever and then now I look back and I'm so thankful. So I know it's easy as you start like having crushes. Like I didn't like him. I just had a crush on him. Right. And I think you like when you're older, it's easier to differentiate, 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 differentiate. Thank you. I can't say it. Differentiate. You got it. With <laughs> some a crush and liking someone, but like it's so important when you get disappointed about a crush not working out. You don't know his personality. You don't know what he does. You don't know his passions. He could suck. Don't be disappointed a crush didn't work out. You don't even. It's a crush. You don't actually like him. But anyways, I have a crush right now. So. <laughs> I'll have to say, I have a crush. Yeah. Uh, so. I love it. I love it. So I think, But it's like, not on my first kiss, for the record. But it's not him. Already. That's so weird, though. I still can't Is get that, over that. I know. You didn't tell exact, me that I know. In, in my end, he's like, no, he totally knows. He's just probably he trying to use totally this. He knows. I don't think so. There was no one there that knew him. There was no one. It's not like he went to that church. Did you tell him that you were at L- LSU, though? Well, I think he's, I think the reason he DM'd me is because he saw that I was at LSU and thought I was around town. Okay, I guess that makes sense. So I think he sense. was just trying to hang out because, like we said, men always come back. They always oh, come, come back. Come Life lesson learned. Okay, let me answer. Let's answer maybe one of these DMs for advice. Y'all can always DM us, DM us asking for advice, by the way. Say your story. We'll keep it anonymous. There's a girl who's going on a movie theater date for her second date. Since we're talking about boys, what advice do we have for her on that? I think what you watch is a big deal. because Oh, totally. If there's, like, an awkward sex scene, like, I would feel so uncomfortable on a second oh, date. So uncomfortable. Like, for my first kiss, like, we watched, what was it? That was the last installment of Twilight, and it was absolutely Did he deep. wait for, like, the sappy he, moment to wait, kiss No, no, you? he waited for the he, last you know, possible he, second. And I'm like, this is so, and I felt him, like, the, anticipate the, it. The, did he do the scratching the back first? No. Oh, my, no, it was so bad. I don't think I ever, no, I must have told you this Dude. story. It, he waited for when it was, like, what, Bella or, like, whoever kissed at the end. And he leaned in and he goes hmm hmm no it was was so like with bad. that eyes like it was, no literally and in my I'm mind i'm like is this really how it's supposed to go down like yeah. are you kidding me and it's, i was like i will say first kisses at the end of the day they always feel kind of awkward because it's like that always. you wait for the eye contact they're like and i'm a big believer and a lot of times like this maybe one time someone tried to kiss me i did not want to be kissed but if you give them the kiss eyes like they should catch on Right. But I'm the kind of girl, I'll go on like four dates with someone and they still won't kiss me. I must be doing something wrong. So, I mean, that was the thing. It was like, it was like the first time we hung out. Like, all well, how stuff. old were you again? I was like 16. I was 16 too. Oh, no. I, yeah, I was 16 when I had my first kiss. So Look at us, little late blummas. Late but then also, if you have it on your first kiss, I have plenty of friends who are like older and like 20s, and I think that's beautiful. So, don't put any pressure on yourself to have that first kiss. Mama's not great. Still, oh yeah, mine sucked. I really don't recommend Twilight. It. I mean, I guess so I romantic. do. It was. I mean, another reason to hate Twilight. So here we go. But. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's why I did it. Oh um, my gosh, yeah. So I think it's just like what you guys are gonna watch is a big deal. Like, mm-hmm. is it gonna be like a funny one? Like, is it gonna be one where it's like, oh my gosh, Dude, my like- ex in uh, high school. 
when we would like go, I'd go to his house. We'd always start like kissing during like anything. It'd be like in, just so high school when you're like honestly horny and like whatever. Um, it was like impractical jokers. He would always put on and like impractical literally, jokers. literally, and then it was like he would just like turn and like cake time, <laughs> cake time. So high school, it's so gross. Oh, How funny. you doing, little Z? Hope impractical he's out there. Jokers, Twilight. Uh, you got so options romantic. here. <laughs> I would come home from like I'd come there after working at a sushi restaurant. Impractical jokers, kiss done. Bye. I love that. Anyways, but yeah, I guess my advice would be like just have fun. You have plenty to talk about after. I think the car ride after will be more like sparks flying, but just watch the movie. I think you can get in your head a movie like, do I need to be doing this? Do I need to be doing that? One, I hope you don't kiss in a public movie theater. Maybe that's romantic, but that's like so 16. Like just watch the movie. You right. Know? Just watch it. Save a kiss for later. But I think that's so fun when you're going to a movie. I think it's fun when guys do activities, even if it's like a movie. Like I've been on an axe throwing date. Like I've been to oh, this. Those are fun. I've been to this thing called the wine room probably three times on dates with three different guys. I think each guy's like, I have this great original idea. Oh, and I'm like, whole, I know a spot. And I you're know. like, I've been here, done yeah. that. And I'm like, know. the owners know me Wind at this point. Days, Bringing a here. different boy each <laughs> time. They like know you by now. Like, I know, oh. literally. But oh yeah, gosh. that's fun. And then someone else had questions with summer coming up about body image and like how to stop herself from disordered eating as the summer comes around. Honestly, sister. Well, first of all, we did a whole episode on this. So definitely suggest. Body image and boob jobs. Yep. Definitely suggest listening to that one because we really go a lot more in depth. Um, but my thing is like, honestly, really just find if not one thing, one thing you love about yourself, mm. one part, like one aspect, like I have dimples and they're the cutest like I love how my legs are I love my arms like one thing and really just make it your thing and own it like this is my summer and I think like that would change your whole perspective as of like you know wearing the bikini or wearing the sundress or whatever it is and I think there was a season where I didn't wear bikinis and honestly I felt it was only because I was so insecure and I felt way less stressed so if you Mm -hmm. feel less stressed wearing not wearing the cropped cute trendy outfit like wear stuff that makes you feel happy in your body and sometimes I think we live in such a world where people just show off skin and like don't get me wrong I have cropped workout tops I have cropped tops that I wear with friends like if it's a cute thing and it's not too like too cropped you know right like my grandma will still love me you know (laughs) some things like that but if you feel more comfortable wearing just like a flowy dress wear that you know Mm -hmm. and I think also when it comes to disordered eating I think just have people like, admit to friends that you're struggling with it. When I relapsed with my eating disorder, I told like my roommate and I told my friends. So that way, if I was in the bathroom too long, they would know why. And then I had people holding me accountable. And mm-hmm. so listen to the body image and boo jobs. Watch what and don't be afraid to unfollow people on social media that only make you insecure or hide well, that's their a posts. Big one, yeah, of that because you're in charge of that. Um, and just understand that you can't change the way you look at the end of the day. You are stuck the way you are for the rest of your life. So you better love it. You better embrace it because you would hate to get to the end of your life and realize you wasted so many days hating the body that carried you this far that got, could go on car adventures with your friends this summer. Right. And I think like, well, I don't know where I heard this from, but I think it's like what, 25, you kind of just start aging. Like you, you are your most, I guess, healthiest or peak or whatever health yeah. at 25. And I think when I heard that, I was like, I got to start taking care of myself like okay like this is the body i got this we need is, to go this is literally as hot as it gets shoot my wedding is gonna be in five years yeah, five years i need to keep this be. thing i know so 100 percent, really just start um recognizing what your habits are make sure you have like friends who are accountable or you can they can hold you accountable and all of that um and be super honest and i think what's really hard is that like we try to especially with situations like this telling the half truth is kind of what happens mm-hmm. it's like okay well i'll tell you but on all of it like you're only going to get out what you put into it. So definitely, like, really invest in your body. Oh, my gosh, I'm laughing. A guy literally just texted me. He was like, I went on dates with him in the past. Congrats on the new book. Men always come back. <laughs> Men always come back. 
I love it. I had it. another one say congrats on 100K recently, a different guy. I was like, oh, just come back. Anyways, so <laughs> back to lessons learned. Let's each say, you say some of the people's lessons learned, and then let's each say one lesson we learned the hard way. And mine can't be men can always come back, even though that's my motto these days. Men always come. Well, I saw this one that was really good. Uh, I love this. This is our French queen, um, Lillian Clyderline. She has. Oh, she is so loyal to us. She is so loyal. We love you, love Lillian. Queen. Um, she said, the only person that's guaranteed to be with you for 100% of your life is yourself. <gasps> I love that. I saw that. In God, honey. In Jesus. In, like, it was such so, like when I saw that, my mouth dropped. And I'm like, that is so good. Like, people will come and go in your life. Like, I think also some friends, it's not that you even have a fallout with them. It's just the season ends. And I think right. you don't need to be bitter about that. Like, whether you're transitioning from college, from high school to college, college to post-grad, like, some friends are just transitional friends. But, like, you have yourself. And I will say your family won't be in 100% of your life, but your family is there for a lo- large portion. Mm-hmm. And you don't choose them. And so there's something beautiful about that, that you're stuck with each other. But also, relationship with Jesus, yourself, like, be confident with who you are. Honestly, and I think what we sometimes forget is that we ex- we have these unknown expectations that we put on these friends or family or whoever to expect them to be in our lives, be involved, and be 100% at every single point. But it's like that's not fair to them because they're going through their own thing. Um, and then it's not fair for us because it's like now I'm putting so much weight um, into someone else, their opinion on me, rather than me realizing that I have the last say. Mm. So we have – and sometimes we learn it the hard way, but we learn it. We learn it either way. Um, this person said, don't expect a lost person to act safe. We are called to love wow. the lost. That's God good. is the judge. I think that's so good because it's like when you get mad at that friend. Like, I will say, I was talking to someone recently. Like, I have some friends who are not as good friends, and a lot of them aren't as, like, they're not really believers. And so I can't get mad at a believer, non-believer not knowing how to love me well. Right. You know? Because, like, how are they going to know how to love me well if they don't have the author of love? And I have to look at that. Like, yeah, we can be friends, and we can be, like, have jokes together and have inside jokes do fun things but i'm living on mission for them i'm not expecting anything in return i'm trying to make them a disciple i'm not trying to have them help me on a hard day you know that they can give make me laugh but they're not going to point me higher in those moments oh definitely and i think something i always say to my kids are like when they get so obsessed because there's a group of students that i have that are like you know have have been born and raised in the christian bubble and there's others who like have quite literally never been to church before and I'm always just like, guys, like, you cannot expect someone from, you know, I don't know, like, Thailand to adhere to American laws. Like, there's completely different rules at play here. There's completely different morals and beliefs. And that is okay. Like, that is the point of us going out into the world and being different and being set apart. Um, and if you're not acting in love, if you're only acting in judgment, there is no part of the judgment that's going to want or is going to turn people to Jesus. Like, wow, like, yes, there's a whole group of people out there that's going to judge my every turn. Like, Sign me up. Like, it is solely and only based on the love that we show people. And I think that is the one and only soul yeah. we can really give. You know um, what's been a lesson I learned? Okay, so did you see, and this is what a lot of people put when I was like, any pop culture news, and I saw this. Did you watch the Met Gala at all? Mm-hmm. When Kim Kardashian saying she slimmed down, lost 16 pounds. and For the Marilyn Monroe You know how dress? toxic that is to hear during summer coming up? Like, I think of that girl asking us how to stop disordered eating. Well, one, not... And I love the card. Like, I've watched that as trash TV so many times. But there, after that interview, I was like, because I was like, she looks so good. She fit in Marilyn Monroe's dress. Oh, my gosh. And then I heard that, and I was like, oh, she can do it. I can do it. And then I was like, wait, no. I struggled with this. Why right. are we glorifying this? And I went, and I honestly unfollowed her after that. And so Gotta going back, it. that's a lesson I've learned the hard way is that at the end of the day, celebrity culture will always maybe point 
to the not God. They'll mm-hmm. point to like unhealthy things and they'll idolize it. But it's up to me if I'm going to make them celebrities in my eyes or just regular people who are broken, you know? Oh, yeah. And they're definitely going to romanticize this idea of like, I can do it. You can do it. It's like, let's not forget how much money went in to that whole process. Also that she doesn't have to have a job. Like, like it is such a different lifestyle and it's just so in- impractical for us. Anyways, if anyone saw that, like, screw that. This person said. Okay, do one more or two. One, oh, my. Okay, I have to do two more. We're getting good. Um, if they tell you, I just don't want to hurt you, it's because they're going to hurt you. And I think for that, it's kind of like, well, obviously, but it's like we want to make excuses for guys sometimes. And it's like, well, when we when we were so removed from the relationship, we look back and we're like, well, they said this. They did that. They did this and this and this. So I kind of knew this was all going to happen at the end of the day. But I just didn't pay attention to it at all. Mm. It's kind of like, okay, on Cam and Cam's interviews, he said if someone says that they're not ready to date like, just in general, oh, be thankful. Them. And they're not. it's not that they're not ready to date. They're not ready to date you. Like, right. take it for what it is. Like, also, don't romanticize. Well, like, one day they'll figure it out. Like, they don't like you enough, you know? And kind of mm-hmm. having that clarity. Okay, read one more, and then I want you to share one of your own, and then we'll wrap this up. Because this has been a long episode, but it's been a good episode. It's been a goodie. I'm also um, sweating bullets here, guys. Oh, it is warm. <laughs> we have to take the air off when we do this, so it's Asana. This is my way of slimming down. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, this person said, I just lost it. They're going to talk regardless. Just do it anyway. That's so true. I've, They're going to I've talk. literally... I've come to that point where, like, and even Christian people, Christian people oh, are the worst at it They're going to talk the most, the loudest. I, I've learned there's the some longest. people, like, <laughs> when I went through my whole phase, and when I hit 100K, you probably saw my post of being, like, at my lowest moment, someone decided to tell me that because I run in a cropped workout top that, like, I probably wasn't called to ministry. And keep in mind, like, this is a perfect example of why I run a cropped workout top. It is, like, 95 degrees today. It is warm. And I can only go at 3 p.m. some Saturdays because I have plans and I have friends and I have things to do, people to see. Anyways, and when I run in my cropped workout top, I look like crap. I am not trying <laughs> to entertain any men. Um, and it's not even, like, a sports bar. It's literally a cropped workout top. But I'm like, you know what? I remember having that realization Oh my gosh, they, they are out to get me. And it's not like they, their own insecurity is bleeding on you that the fact that you to them, you could do anything and they're going to find something wrong because oh, you're a broken to. person and you also aren't them. You're right. going to have a different life, different culture, different background. And so, yeah, they're going to talk, but like no one more successful than you will ever talk about you for trying or for just living. Like, no, like at the end of the day, Jimmy Fallon is not worried about me and Kelly's podcast right now. <laughs> like, you know, and it's because he's 20 times more successful than me, you know? And so I think, yeah, people may have opinions, but who's going to actually waste their time trying to belittle you? People who are not as high as you. And I don't say that to be like, oh my God, they're petty. Like, I'm not being petty in that, but like stop wasting your time trying to entertain people who are just, their hobbies include talking about you. Oh, no, definitely. And what I've always seen is that half the time is they're projecting their own insecurities. They're projecting mm-hmm. what they're going through and what their flaws are onto other people. And, like, honestly, Grace and I, we do have, like, the loud voice and we do have a more bold and, like, you know, out there personality. So it's almost like we have a target on our back of, like, ah, like, people are going to believe this because I say it because, you know, they're already meeting me halfway with their attitude or this or whatever. And I'm like, well, never in my life that I ever expected to, like, have to disprove a rumor or I have to be like this. And then I'm like, why in the world am I putting so much effort in this? Like, I know what I did and it wasn't that. Yeah. And that's all that should matter. Me with literally half some of the people in Orlando. And I just stopped associating myself with them. You have I, to. I stopped replying to their like fake text and I said, I wish you well. Like, you know, yeah, I wish ha you ha well. ha. I didn't do the ha ha ha. But with them, uh-huh. but I'm like, it's not worth my time or energy. 
Anyways, Ketley, okay. Any lessons you've learned the hard way? Lessons that I've easy way. Just lessons that you've learned. Well, my big thing is I have had these amazing like mentors in my life and they've been like through short seasons and stuff. And I always make the joke going to um, my school southeastern that like you know, finding a mentor is harder than finding a husband and finding husbands even harder wow. so like it's so true that i feel like young so hard. older girls kind of older women don't always think that we want the mentorship but we do like oh, i we crave it i'm like please it. be my mommy and make me enchiladas and listen to me talk about life and then point right, me to jesus sorry? but literally i remember it was one time it was two years ago what's 2022 yeah so two years ago it was during the summer and this was kind of like when everything was coming ahead with like racial tensions and like everyone's posting like the black square and like all this stuff is happening it's obviously you know like almost like every conversation you were having with people regardless of their skin especially color, as was you like and awkward. i feel like, like you it was just a lot when you are like and i don't say this whatever you have your black culture friends but you also have a lot of white culture friends right and so i think those are the times when people in white culture felt so awkward so they but they wanted to be like this good friend and like they wanted to bridge oh, the, the amount gap of times I had people but they say were like, almost hey. like awkward in it. it was like so, it was so <laughs> awkward and i love like, you guys for yeah. all this stuff <laughs> Um, but I remember like, what can I, I do to advocate for you? Like, well, don't treat me like I'm this like, yeah. Like, yeah. No. And it was it was hard, too, because I at that point, like I wasn't planning to work at um, Camp Crestridge, like all this stuff. And then turns out that they were going to do it. And I was like, OK, like if I'm being honest, like I just want to be home with my family. I really just want to stay here. And like intense moments like you're that you're like, yeah crap happens like because people stereotype people who look like me like I oh, learned that yeah and I remember I had my supervisor she looked at me and it was just like we were there for like a week and obviously things were so crazy and I had a I think I, I called her before I left and I was like if I'm being honest I don't want to go I have not been having a good time and I was just straight up honest mm. with her and she was just so kind about it she apologized for not even reaching out but I'm like no thank you for not doing that yeah, you're like, but um once we got to camp and everything and, it, and things like weren't changing I I personally wasn't feeling like I was ready and I remember she looked at me and she like was holding her son daughter daughter yes she's holding her daughter at the time and she says Ketley like you can be a badass and still be broken and I remember like hearing that, and I'm like, I don't think I've ever. At a Christian university, you're like, well, no, that was this. Yeah, she said it. She said she it. She said a bad word. Oops. Yeah, but I think one. First of all, thank you for just calling it like it is. Like yeah. it was just that umph that I needed. Of like, thank you for giving me that freedom to experience both at the mm -hmm. same time. Um, because I feel like sometimes we realize, okay, like tomorrow I'm gonna be broken, but the next six days I'm I'll going to pick myself up that bathroom floor and I will show up and I will show, show out every single time. But I'm like. No, like there is a we are such complex human beings. Okay. Like God's created us with all these emotions. Like we are able to experience every single one of them in their complexities. I love that Sadie Robertson had a post recently where she said, like, don't never trust a leader without a limp. And that's what made me think of that. Like oh, the idea good. of at the end of the day, like your brokenness can almost make you a better leader when you're more honest. Like I don't want to trust a leader without a limp. Like oh my gosh, I don't yeah. want who's gonna really make a difference in this world and be confident in this world if they don't first acknowledge the hardships that they face and like right. what they battle daily you right. know and that makes me think of like when we look at um, the resurrection of jesus like once he came and once you know the risen jesus gets, comes back and like he's revealing himself to all the disciples um thomas doubting thomas gets like oh this bad rap of like oh he doubted blah 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 but in reality he was like well no i know the sufferings that my jesus face like show me your scars and i think that's such mm. a bold like thing to ask your leader it's like show me where you were broken wow that way, like, i never I heard can, that actually. i can like follow you and i that's I good i had a coach come into one of my classes share that and that's something i've always kept in mind of like i won't ever trust what Sadie robertson said like a leader without a limp that's so good Totally. But okay, sponsor race. post. Well, I want to hear a lesson. We'll make well, it Well, I think I did the men always come back. And oh, then, that's true. And then what was my other one? I had one earlier about the, with the Kim Kardashian, like, celebrities. Like, that's something that I've learned is that 
I, I've made them a celebrity. No, they're just literally a normal person who has sucky things and they don't know Jesus. And I'm, I'm allowing myself to listen and consume that. So I'm trying to st- steer away from like celebrity culture. That's fair. And so that's something I've learned the hard way because I've watched it affect me. And so I highly re- suggest everyone do that with me. Um, let's protest. I'm kidding. You don't have to protest. <laughs> this is not an all call. But, but I did love the Marilyn Monroe dress, but did not like that she lost 16 pounds. Anyways, but sponsored for this episode. I'm sponsoring this because I have had some yard work I've had to do. It was so hard. I didn't finish it. And then this little 13-year-old boy knocks on my house today, Ketley. Cutest little awkwardest eighth grader. He goes, hi, I'm trying to make some money. Can I mow your lawn? I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah, like, please, literally, please, please, go, like, go. please, you are more than welcome. And he was so excited because, like, you know, back in that day, like, 30 bucks is, like, so everything, and everything. So, and he did a great job. So, homo, homie, um, you did great. You're coming back. Yeah, you, I had to get his parents' number next time I call him to come. Aww, Isn't that cute? That's precious. That's precious. Um, okay, so I think I'm sponsoring this episode to Teachers Appreciation Week. Oh my gosh, Ketley, I'm so sorry. I oh, didn't no. say Happy Teacher Appreciation Girl, Week. You are fine. I didn't even realize it until my kids started coming in with these gift cards, and I was like, oh, oh, Did you get so much? Starbucks, Chick Fil A. I had one student. She gave me a $50 gift certificate to her dad's nail salon. Stop. And I'm like, you're, you're my getting favorite. an A. You the are my favorite. Quarter, you are getting an A. And you're like, oh, shoot. And I'm getting acrylics. And I'm getting <laughs> acrylics. So Your nails look good. Is that, did you get them done? No, um, I actually go there for my pedicure. So you can't see them now, but. I need to get a pedicure this week before my retreat. Oh, my oh, retreat's coming. I forgot. Your retreat. I'm so excited. By the time this plays. My retreat's over, though. Isn't that crazy? Oh, that is. So I probably had a blast. <laughs> I probably had a blast. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, we thank you guys so much for hanging out. Um, this one was a long one, but it was a goodie. So definitely go ahead and share. Um, give us those five-star ratings. Yeah, like keep your Uber driver. And follow us on Instagram, at the Grace Valentine. We're not at the Grace, sorry. You're like, Grace, it's not all about you. Um, at Water Into Wine Podcast. Remember, when we get 5,000 followers, we will buy a coffee table, and we're almost halfway there. So It's a goodie. Yeah, we just hit 2K the other day. And so now we're almost we're... at two, 200. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's so true. So it's, I know. it's a fun time. And that's um, where we actually, a lot of y'all submitted stuff from my story. But, like, if you go to Water Into Wine, we mainly use those that DM us there. So, DM us there at Water Into Wine Podcast. Follow Ketley's Instagram. It's in the, what is it, Kettles? Kettle? No, oh my gosh. What is it? Why am I blank? At, at underscore Ket. It used to be Kettles. And follow me at the Grace Valentine. But yeah, we love y'all. We hope you have a great week and we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>